Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. A UK gender identity clinic that has been used to treat Irish children and young people is to be shut down. Tavistock, you may have heard this in the news last week, and Portman NHS Foundation Trust has been ordered to close by next spring, according to reports, following recommendations from an ongoing review in its operations. The clinic acts, uh, assesses people for potential treatment by the by way of puberty blockers and cross-sex hormone treatments. Now, Tavistock has been providing a, an assessment service for Irish children and young people suffering from gender dysphoria, defined by the NHS as a sense of unease that a person may have be, uh, have because of a mismatch between their biological sex and their gender identity. Former Equality Minister and UK Kemi uh, Badenoch is now claiming that civil service uh, obstructed her attempts to speak to whistleblowers and child parents or patients should say at the gender identity clinic and that is why the course the clinic is now going to close down and they're going to have more regional clinics around the country to assist young children and people who may have uh, gender dysphoria. But in the interim, by the way, it was found that Tavistock itself, by the way, was unsafe uh, because they said the decision responds to the interim Castro ca- uh, review, which warned that medics had felt under pressure to adopt an unquestioning affirmative approach to gender identity. And Dr. Cass is seeking to contact 9,000 people treated there as children among the estimated 1,000 referred for puberty blockers. Now, Sharon Kyogen, or Senator Sharon Kyogen, spoke about this going back uh, in the Oireachtas, uh, going back some time ago, but she was, I would essentially say when I watched the video, silenced uh, to some degree or certainly interrupted on numerous occasions when she tried to make a point about this, but it seems she was right after all. And she joins me on the line. Senator Sharon, Sharon Kelvin, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you too. Ex- and good afternoon to your listeners. In basic English, what went wrong in your uh, assessment of this particular review uh, that has been brought up? What went wrong in this clinic? Well, to be quite honest, I think the increase um, in referrals to the clinic was probably one of the, the, the reasons why it has been closed down. Um, and the care and uh, that the, the children were receiving was not adequate in the eyes of Dr. Hilary Cass. And that really is the bottom line where, where things have, have gone wrong. I think, you know, back in 2009, they had 50 referrals per annum to the clinic. And in 2020, um, there were 2,500 children being referred per year um, and there was 4,600 4, on the waiting list um, as well over a two-year payment, uh, period to get an appointment there. So, so, so what did they the put cl- down to the, this kind of, kind of 200% increase? What did they put down to the, the increase well, in children uh, suddenly wanting or claiming, I suppose, to have gender dysphoria? Yes, well, look, I mean, uh, look at... It, Obviously, children, and this is a very, very, very sensitive subject for, for, for parents out there and for children out there that are suffering from um, gender dysphoria or, or uh, questioning their identity. And, you know, uh, they obviously, um, some of the children were put on a medical pathway that uh, possibly wasn't explored uh, sufficiently and very little consideration was given in relation to consent, um, particularly around the children under the age of 18. And that is really my concern is the 234 children here that went from Ireland that the HSE referred to the Tavistock Clinic and they may not, or they may or may not have got the treatment 
um, that was appropriate for them. Because, of course, they would be vulnerable, obviously. The children in any kind of condition or any kind of state or mental state would be vulnerable uh, to pressure or to, you know, people, I suppose, putting ideas in their head or maybe not as well, if that's genuine, what they believe. Now, of course, one case that was raised and has been all over the media is the case of Kira Bell, who uh, she's appeared on British media on numerous occasions now, and she's told that the damage the clinic had done to her life by prescribing puberty blockers. She said she had suffered identity crisis at the time, but Tavistock Trust were keen to appease her rather than actually examine her mental health and she was then identified as a man using the preferred name of Quincy and diagnosed with puberty blockers and she only realised her mistake after she had undergone a double mastectomy and gender reassignment surgery and taken the puberty blockers at the age of 16 years of age. What is the average age, uh, Sharon, of children that are being sent? Well, there's, there's some children as young as eight being sent over to Tavistock at this moment in time, and there's some people even younger than that uh, seeking treatment. So, I mean, people have to be aware that these are irreversible consequences of being put through on a, on a medical or surgical pathway, um, and some of those children now regret that. So, look, all I'm asking for from the government is for an inquiry to be set up to make sure that the children, that, that particularly the children that are from Ireland, that they got the treatment that they uh, wanted, that they weren't pushed into something that they regretted now. And, you know, the idea of consent from a child or from a parent is also in question there as well. And that was a part of the report as well. What age can give consent? Um, certainly under the age of 16 was certainly not uh, we're losing your line slightly there, Sharon. Sorry, 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 under, sorry under the age of, under the age of sixteen is really where where there was a, a question in relation to consent because obviously the the brain hasn't fully fully formed in relation to making uh, life altering decisions for 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 yourself. So all I want is for the government. Um, for the minister, and it crosses a lot of sections here too, because you know we want to make sure that these children are making informed choices, that they are, they have got number one to be able to talk to their doctor, get into the CAMS system, to be able to get into CAMS, be able to check out exactly you know where where the, this desire is coming from. There's very very uh, clear evidence that's coming from the report that you know children uh, may have complex issues, some with you know uh, histories of trauma, uh, with depression, maybe family problems. Some children are on the autistic spectrum. So there are a number of issues there that were explored through the CAMS report. So it's important that these children get properly assessed through the CAM system, and the whole multidisciplinary team is sitting around uh, around the table when a child or a young person then wants to transition. So it is a fully informed choice by all parties. That this I, I think there was a suggestion that because it wasn't local and that it is now being moved to more local areas, in other words... That's right, they are going... I mean, that that there, wouldn't, a, there wouldn't be a single mindset around it, I suppose. Is that is that the suggestion, that because it was all in one place, there was a single mindset about how things were done? Absolutely. I mean, and that's really what came out of the report as well, that a comprehensive patient and family-centred service and package of care is, is needed to ensure that children and young people who are questioning their gender identity or experiencing gender dysphoria get on the right path, pathway for them as an individual. Why, I mean, so, Sharon, why don't why are we sending children to the UK, particularly vulnerable children? Why are well, we, we sending them to the UK? Why, we, why don't we do it here? We, I don't think we have uh, the. We only have a certain number of endocrinologists here in the country. I think there might be there's a service here in Galway and in Dublin, and that's it. So really, you know, we need to be able to care for the children. We need to make sure that we've qualified and eminent people that are able to. Uh, 
assess the children uh, at a very early stage, find out what's going on. Um, is it gender identity? Is it something else? But that can only be explored with proper mental health support for that child. And if that child then decides to go down the road of uh, transitioning, then, you know, that at a certain time in their life, then they'll be able to sort of... I mean, th- there was questions around puberty blockers as well in the council. What's, what's your view and, on the puberty blockers? I mean, they okay, for people who don't know, puberty blockers are basically designed... They're tablets that are given to young children to design them to stop going into... or to delay them going into puberty. Yeah. If it's given to them at a very young age, it, the, the damage can be irreversible, depending on the age it's given to the child. Um, what's your view on them? Or sh- I mean, well, my, a suggestion why some I, politicians I could, should be over 18. Or, well, that wouldn't work. No, well, I, I think really the, the problem is, and the, the council report did actually highlight that, that there's not enough research into the long-term effects of the puberty blockers. So I think a lot of research needs to be done on that. The failure of the Tavistock Clinic to actually do a piece of research on it for all those years that they've been uh, um, helping children to transition, helping people transition, they haven't done enough research on it. So unfortunately, there is not enough research done in relation to the the long-term uh, effects of these puberty blockers um, on, on, on the individual, particularly on, on, with regard to uh, fertility. So that has to be looked at. The researches have to be done and unfortunately it's not done at the present time. So that is a massive okay. concern. And the main thing, of course, is you're calling for, and I, and I want to point out, by the way, out of the, out of the over 200 children that were sent over to Tavistock, many of those children would have received uh, good care and attention or would have received the care and attention that they required and maybe quite happy with that care and attention that they got. But there would be others, uh, and I know they're calling in the UK for anybody who believes they didn't get the care and attention. They said parents, uh, some parents plan to write to the Met Police in the UK asking for an investigation to how some cases were handled. So in uh, some cases, may have been handled badly, others may not, but you're just absolutely. asking for an inquiry. Absolutely, and I think that, you know, there, there are parents out there listening today that may have had their children uh, attend that clinic and might, might have been extremely very happy with it, and those children have gone on to fully transition and maybe adults today. So, you know, but look, it's important that we have some sort of gatekeeping uh, access, um, you know, gatekeeping service that follows the steps through from very, from mental health services to um, the fully support maybe with um, social workers, making sure that this child is making the, the correct decision for a life-altering uh, um, treatment that, you know, they have to live with at the end of the day. Can I ask just before you go, uh, Sharon, just in relation to, not just in relation to that, because when you spoke about this going back a little while ago, um, you were interrupted and silenced on many occasions and on other occasions on other issues you have been interrupted and silenced in the Oireachtas. How does that make you feel? And, and is that upsetting to you? I mean, as a person, because I've seen this on numerous occasions and many people have commented online in relation to the way you've been treated. Do you think you've been treated unfairly? I am there to do a job. Uh, yeah, and, you know, feelings don't come into it. Uh, and, and that is the reality of the uh, reality of it. And, you know, we all believe in free speech. We all believe in... You would like um, to think we believe uh, in free speech. Uh, well, well, I do. Well, I believe in free speech. And if somebody says something... Um, wrong to me and somebody calls me a name I mean that is their way of trying to de- defeat an argument they're not winning the argument and they have to sort of start calling you names and stuff like that as far as I'm concerned look I I, have, I don't read the comments I get up in the morning I do my job I, I, I say what needs to be said I think I represent a cohort of people in this country that don't have a voice that are afraid to say what needs to be said It would be fair they're to unhappy. say you have a conservative view I would have a, well. I, I, I would I would consider myself to be centre sort of centre right, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It would be slightly conservative, but I always like to err on the side of caution. I mean, I, I'm a foster parent as well. I've been a foster parent for over twelve years. Mm-hmm. I've had children come into my care 
that would have been struggling with identity issues, that would have been, you know, um, struggling with uh, sexuality, not knowing where they were, you know. As, and, ma- as many children you know, and do, very, and it's up to us as parents to guide them, of course, yeah. And I understand, you know, more than a lot of the people there that will be trying to shout me down, the, the problems that these young people uh, are going through. And it's important that we listen, it's important that they get the, the, the proper care uh, and the, they're put on the proper pathway to get them the support that they, they need. Yes, I am uh, very cautious, but my goodness, wouldn't you want to err on the side of caution after the history that we've had in this country in relation to how we've treated our children? So, yes, it, it, I am a little bit controversial, and I'm, I don't mean to be controversial, but I am always err on the side of caution. Let's take our time. Let's sit back. Let's look at the evidence um, and proceed very cautiously baby steps. Let's not be jumping in all the time just to be on, on the right side or what is perceived to be on the right side. Um, I would rather take my time, make the right decision by a child than jump straight in and then regret it. So mm-hmm. so people can judge me how they, how they want. It doesn't really bother me to tell you the truth. The people that I represent and the people that I represent throughout this country know the person that I am uh, know the work that I do with the community that I, that I represent and uh, I enjoy my work and I think I do a really good job. OK, we'll keep fighting the fight. Listen, thank you very thank much. Thank you indeed. very much. I appreciate you coming here. Uh, Senator Sharon Keoghan. Um, and this is in relation, of course, the UK General Identity Clinic, Havistock, which is now going to be closed. Um, when I say closed, there will be regional clinics set up across the UK. And I'm assuming young Irish children will be sent to those regional clinics. But it is quite shocking when you hear the amount, the numbers and the way the numbers have increased dramatically, thousands of percent in the amount of children that are going, uh, saying that they have gender dysphoria and struggling, by the way, with a mismatch between their biological sex and their gender identity. Uh, it is quite concerning when you see that that rise. And it is quite concerning as well when you see cases of young children who've been given puberty blockers. And we don't know uh, at this stage the effect or the long-term damage that can do to a child, particularly if a child is confused in the early part of its life. I mean, children can be confused about their identity, can be confused about their gender. It doesn't necessarily always mean that we have to rush them towards changing their gender. We need to talk to them and make sure that's exactly what they want and make sure they're at an age where they fully understand that's exactly what they want. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.